0: which includes all the podcast video content and supplemental screen shares. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes. With that being said, I'm your host, David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and this is the Friendly Bear Podcast. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? This is David Capablanca with MacroJabber. I'm here with Joe Kennedy, the co-host of MacroJabber, and today yeah, we're going to go over the whole bank that went under recently the past couple of days a big it's a big event that happened it's uh just before this podcast i listened to quote the raven going over it peter schiff going over it yesterday my friend justin another co-host of macro driver he went over it and about to post it up now and i'm gonna post this one following so this is a major event because uh it's it for me from from my limited understanding of this kind of like event I'm seeing some kind of correlation with like 2008 or something like that. So Joe, like what are your thoughts on this and and you want to break down your research from what you looked into. I know you sent me a zero hedge article. We touched briefly on these these charts that you showed me about yeah, some investment securities of unrealized gains and losses. All this all this crazy stuff. So What's uh yeah? What's what's the take on it, Joe? What's your take on? it?
1: Yeah, so I'll pre- I'll preface what I'm about to say that I'm not an expert in this at all. It's just kind of me reading, trying to understand it because obviously there's huge implications. And I, I I went through like CNBC, Zero Hedge, Twitter. You go through all the different things to try to get it to to paint the picture. So really high level for how I understand this, right? This bank grew its investable assets like insane from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. It grew like. To from 90 billion to 200 billion, or something astronomical, right? And the bank's business model is they need to still, uh, like generate returns through lending, et cetera. Like you get the money, but then you have to make money on the money. So they weren't generating enough return with like the products that they were using internally. So then they took on additional securities, bonds, mortgage-backed securities, other products to try to generate returns, um, for the business model. And as the Feds continue to hike rates. Money market accounts have gone up. Like I have an Ally bank account, my money market fund has gone from like giving, I think, point five percent back in 2020, uh, all the way up to like four percent now. Which isn't much for me, but for a business, if you can generate four percent versus zero percent, you're going to take the money out of like a more accessible account and put it in the money market account, right, to get more return. And with SVB, from how I understand it, major entities came in. And it got to a point where they all wanted to take their money out to put in a money market account. But SVB was faced with the issue where they didn't have the cash to give people as they were withdrawing. So they had a few options. They could raise the deposit rate or they could sell these securities that they took on to generate returns. But with these securities that they've taken on, they've been just decimated in value as rates have gone up because they're all products like as rates go up bonds values go down as rates go up these mortgage back security products go down so they they marked them accounting wise from like a gap perspective as a held to maturity so they would never realize the loss they would just hold it to the maturity of the product and it would never be an issue but with the with the money being needed immediately, so then they had to start selling these things at losses. And once people realize that they're selling these things at losses and word starts spreading, then it becomes just like, oh, smokes, we all have to get our money out of here right now because they might not be able to sell enough securities to cover what they owe us. And then that's when we saw on Thursday, it was really prominent. And then it was delisted on Friday morning before the market even opened. So David, step in and correct me if that's how you yeah. understand it as well, or if, if you so- think you have a different view on it.
0: So this is what the last portion of what you said. That's like the topic of contagion, right? Yep. That's like like a con, like contagion comes from the word contagious. Is like a disease that's spreading uh, crazily, you know. So so the bank was trying to solve the problem, but then the people got a word of like what they're doing, and right. everybody thinks for themselves how to protect their own self. So they're like, we don't want this. This is too much. This is who knows there's uncertainty uncertainty yep. creates panic and everybody starts taking their money out and that causes a real big real big take like a short squeeze yeah and then yeah exactly so everybody's panicking out of this new bank the word's spreading so i have um a photo on my wall in my apartment of the 1929 crash of like because before they didn't have twitter they didn't have anything so people would go to the stock exchange and there was a massive crowd that formed the 1929 crash. Be- right before it happened or the day of yep. and everybody you could see on their faces they're like this is panic uncertainty and panic and like trying to find out what's going on the news because they don't know um so like this is what's going on now so it's almost like okay so we know there's going to be some kind of black swans in a big market recession or crash or whatever so um that's what i'm i'm trying to prepare for myself as a short seller so like and do you know, okay, so comparing this to the pre- the previous crashes, this one, so com boom and bust, that one was like, you know, a bunch of uh bad company shit codes going crazy and then crashing back down. Now, 2008, you had like Bear Stearns and stuff. So do you know, is there any correlation between this and like?
1: Yeah, I haven't caught, I, I, I don't want to speak to it one way or another, because to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know that I understand fully. Um, uh, uh-huh. but given what I've told you and some other things I read and it's, it's a bit of a fringe take, but whatever, I'll throw it out here anyway. Cause we're on macro jabber. Um, some folks were talking about, uh, and this was a zero hedge article I was reading how like Peter Thiel, right. Was invested in, in SVB and he was pulling, he was one of the first ones to start pulling money out. So that kind of set the precedent that like, okay, uh-huh. what's going on here. And then the article went on to talk about how a lot of the business models of these prominent um like venture capitalist firms which were primarily banked by SVB depend on like a QE type environment where they can get cheap money that they can kind of keep snowballing right because there's low interest rates there's there's money to go out so some folks were saying that this is like potentially a coordinated attack that will cause the Fed to cut which is ultimately what the bulls are looking for you know so coordinated attacks
0: so Peter Thiel is like the first domino he's the first whale so like, all right, let me get out. Because when he gets out, it's like everybody knows. Yeah, it's everybody like, knows.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's I'm blanking on the guy's name, Uh, Michael Berry. Everyone follows yes. him on Twitter. and Like whatever Michael Berry said, he was short or whatever. Then everyone's like, oh, smokes. Like we're going to start looking at this and thinking about it. So, yeah, exactly. It's like one person takes the lead and then others are going to follow suit, which it looks like they did.
0: Yeah. So, like, it reminds me of like the night before the 1929 crash. And I hate to be all doom and gloom, but I love to look at the historic crashes. So, like, before that, leading, way leading up to it, a month, a couple months in advance, J, there was a, or even something like that. Before the crash, J.P. Morgan was trying to save it and, like, try to buy, buy a bunch of steel and then people would buy. So, he kind of, like, saved it a couple of yeah. times, these bigger players, because people followed. People are like sheep. They need to be yep. led. So, when Peter Thiel takes money out, that's, like, a reverse way of, it, like.
1: Yeah, it's morning. the same thing with like Warren Buffett when they release like the the quarterly reports for like Buffett's holdings, and like I I've had family members do it where like Buffett announces like, whatever it grew its stake in Apple, for instance, and they're like oh Warren Buffett's in this, and like, yeah, people will move their money in there.
0: Yeah, um, so people follow the leader, you know. So, you know, and, and with markets, you people have hard-earned money. They, it's like a lot of uh psychology is attached to it, so everyone's worried about themselves. Yeah, so like. So like it's not about like uh, you know what, what the news tells you to do. Everyone's more concerned. So as soon as they feel an inkling of like, you know, uncertainty, they're gonna panic. It's like yep. sheep panicking. So like, yeah. So I, we were talking before the podcast is like, okay. So the insurance, um, your insure. I think S P I C is that what it is? SP- the FDIC. FDIC, insures up to two hundred fifty thousand, and um, yeah. So if if you all these newer banks. I
1: don't know how new S S V S V B S V B. Well, yeah, the ticker's S I V B. But yeah, Silicon Valley Bank. You know how how long have they been in around? I can just look it up real quick um, while we're talking. Yeah. Let's so see.
0: because like, you know, let's say you have more than two hundred fifty k as a reg- as a normal person. Yep. And I see these banks. Uh, the past few years, like in L A, they have SoFi Stadium, SoFi Bank. Um, they have all these newer banks that, like you know, pop up. Uh, I I don't know. You can name the banks. There's a few of them. Yeah. And it's like I always wondered because, like, when I was listening to the early Tim Sykes videos, he says that okay, so like if you you're insured up to two hundred fifty thousand, and like I didn't have it two hundred fifty thousand when I was yep. listening to that, but I always wonder. It's like okay, so what what happens if you have a million dollars, you put it in a bank, and something were to happen, I guess you're screwed. Seven fifty k, you know. So um now it's it's it's, this is an example of that so like that's where it comes like reputation and relationship uh with the banks and the history of the bank comes into play because like a lot of traders have more than 250k in their trading account and a trading account is like a bank so like when you have a relationship with the with the broker like you, you you trust that it's you're gonna be all right it's kind of reminded me in a way of like ftx so everyone you know there's no regulation for crypto but yep. everybody put their money with ftx Just trusted it they trusted it because oh tom brady's in it oh uh kevin o'leary's in it you know yeah. so they trusted it so like it, but like you know these newer banks that now the trust is is kind of out the window because yep. it's like a collapse So like who do you trust So like people now don't trust the, F, the crypto exchanges um yeah, it permeated sure. across
1: the industry. It permeated it across. Just, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now it's it's got to the bank level. Yep. Yeah. So all these newer banks, are, uh, in my opinion, I don't know from the outside looking in, these newer banks like SoFi, for example, everyone's going to be aware of that now. It's like, why would I put a million dollars in SoFi Bank? Why would I and put a million dollars? it came out in- yesterday,
1: yeah, in the after hours, you started to see people filing AKs saying who had holdings with SVB, uh, corporate entities, right? Like Roku was selling off in the after hours yesterday, Roblox. Uh, you can find there's a list of like 15 20 companies that all had to come out and say that they had holdings or if they did they would say it but yeah it was interesting And this morning you had the because circle is one of the one of the biggest holders of the um, of the dollar reserves for the stablecoin for the USdc stablecoin and circle was with SVB so you saw the USdc USD losing peg this morning I don't know if you saw that chart no You know what I have I'm talking not. about and I was especially Spencer who we've had on the show before this and we'll we'll retweet his sub stack. he said he was going to write something up on it but i don't know the implications then once that loses peg cuz it's a stable coin right so you, if you pull up a chart it's always just like point oh, US, yeah of
0: course i know yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know yeah. exactly so you're, like, what you're talking if you about yeah yeah
1: pull up the usdc usd chart it lost peg and i don't think it's regained it yet i haven't i haven't looked recently but like yeah. this morning, it at like 88 cents
0: i remember uh, in puerto rico you know some Crypto traders down there, they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, why would you put your money in the bank? You put your money in USDC, yeah, stablecoin. You get more percentage. No brainer, you know. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, this is this is life, you know. So you know, every ten years or so, we get a bear market. So like in this situation, I'm I I don't know. I'm trying to get ready. I'm I am ready actually. I've been prepared for this for worst case scenario because um I had a mentor of mine tell me like, man, this is the kind of market environment where like you add three more zeros to your net worth and you're, you know, so if you're if ready, you, if
1: you're ready, yeah. If you're positioned for it and understand position. what's going on.
0: Same yeah. way with you, Joe. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. put it, you, you've been at this for a while, so this is the chance for, for you and and I yep. to, to, have to have work breakthroughs. on those. <laughs> yeah, yep. exactly. Exactly. Absolutely.
1: And I think there's a lot more that's going to come out in like the weeks to come. Cause it's, it's not fully flushed out yet. The implications. And I was talking to a buddy about this yesterday. Like, as much as like it, it, hasn't impacted me directly. But if there's startups who are banking with SVB and won't be able to pay employees, like we'll start to see that in the next coming weeks, right? If like people start getting laid off, like more things go under. If there's so,
0: there's a domino effect. So other
1: regional banks are going to follow suit because if, like you said, not necessarily SoFi, but other regional banks were having similar issues last week. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, and also I point out SoFi. I mean, who knows about SoFi? But like whenever some somebody has the name of a stadium, I'm always paying attention. Yep. You know, you had Enron, Crypto.com, FTX. You know, the zoom lens is on. It's like the history, or if you're on time front cover or something like that. Yeah.
1: If you're trying so hard to make your presence known, like be suspect. Or like all the Super Bowl commercials. Like I didn't watch the Super Bowl that year, but you remember, I think, I don't remember which company it was. It was FTX or somebody put up a QR code to say like you get whatever. And then the QR code didn't even work. And this was a Super Bowl with all the Bowl crypto commercial. commercials yeah and like everyone was doing the QR code during the Super Bowl and it was taking you to a dead end page yeah
0: insane um I remember seeing there was you know just to start to close it up so I remember seeing this show on Netflix I forgot the name of it but it was this crypto um show it's like a TV series it was on Netflix and it was based out of Miami it had this maybe someone in the ch- it's in watching his nose it was a girl genius that was like a hacker and they did this crypto coin and whatever. And then they were they were dead broke. They they were like about to go insolvent and they threw the last thing they did was throw an extravagant party and like wore <laughs> suits and yep. they were try- getting investors and like talking big game and they were faking the whole thing. They were about to go insolvent. Yep. So That's yeah, crazy. so when once when, when something is up is when you see them on Super Bowl Sunday or the name of on the stadium or right. some time magazine something is crazy, but yeah, man, always, always uh, interesting how it plays out in hindsight, right? So, but yeah, exciting stuff for Macro Jabber. I don't know if you saw, Joe. So we brought Audrey on. Yep. Justin's on board. Uh, We're starting to get some shorts out, some reels, and get this thing going. Um, at the 54th floor, whenever you're in L.A., that's the new, Uh, we have a six set up there.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I watched the interview with Audrey yesterday. It looks awesome. You have to wait for a sunny day.
0: Yeah, it's so it's, it's like raining and, and stuff uh over here today which is rare in la la doesn't really rain that much but yeah. um but yeah i'm excited for that so i started i ordered some new microphone equipment and stuff so yeah trying to i got some trading profits might as well put it into something it, cool so
1: soon macro is gonna have like four different camera angles going on in the yeah, yeah, and yeah yeah exactly
0: cool. i'm thinking of ordering um while well, i'm gonna we're gonna set up this office space over here with like a neon light of macro driver you know so Sweet.
1: cool yeah pretty sick. awesome well, I appreciate right. you hopping on for a quick one, David. And uh, obviously, we'll talk about this more as it Absolutely. goes on. This isn't yeah. going to be a one-time thing. So,
0: Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, whenever you have any, anything to say about it, we, we'll do one.
1: So, cool. Awesome. Right, appreciate y'all. it, David. We'll talk later. I'll see you, man. All right, bye.
0: That concludes today's episode. Make sure to like and subscribe to the channel on the platform you use. The Friendly Bear Podcast is hosted by me, David, where you can find me on Twitter at reverse underscore long. You can find the Friendly Bear Podcast at www.thefriendlybearpodcast.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and now on YouTube at Friendly Bear Research. Until next time, thank you for listening to the Friendly Bear Podcast.